with Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Today was sick. I was down at Labor of Love in Bolsa Chica. You know what's so cool is uh, when, as we were down there at that at the booth hanging out, the Whosoever's booth, all these uh, people kept coming up and talking about the radio show. And there's so many wow. people that listen that um, are just, they're just psyched on, like one, one girl's comment was just saying how, you know, how we're all in the studio and we're, we're just talking about real life and, and just addressing things. And as we address these things, it's literally like lifting like this, this weight on their life because there's so many subjects that we talk about on the show that we're used to talking about because mm-hmm. that's the way we've always been. But a lot of people aren't talking about these subjects in this way. And through talking about this stuff, bringing the darkness into the light, it's literally transforming people's lives and it's giving them hope. Because, you know, there's there's listeners that are dealing with, you know, there was one lady that I met with today and, you know, uh, she's been dealing with the, the weed, you know, and she mm. got she got sober for a long time and, and she has like chronic pain and she's been using the weed for the pain and that there is medical use for uh, weed. I mean, I guess it works. Uh, there's, you could smoke weed and it works medically because I guess it helps with some pain. But it's uh, different. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not yeah, endorsing. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> just to be clear, I'm not yeah. endorsing it. I'm saying, but peep, a lot of people have been using weed to um, deal with pain because I right. guess there it's not the THC that actually helps the pain. It's this other chemical mm-hmm. in it. So they also have other forms of uh, weed that, that people use without the THC because whatever this other chemical that's in it helps with the pain. I don't I don't know how it all works. Right, but anyway, right. my point is, you know, she came to me and, and she was telling me how she's been using weed uh to, to 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 help with the pain, whatever, and I just let her know like, you know, she does she's not even happy about doing it because when you have the Holy Spirit in you, right, you're not right. feeling the pain, but you're high. And yeah. Paul says, you know, be not intoxicated. Right. But be filled with the Holy Spirit. And um that's the war that she's having. So I just prayed with her and, and just got to hang out and talk to her and and I just Prayed that today would be the day mm-hmm. that she would walk away and not go into, you know, keep using because she knows it's wrong and she needs to find out, meet with some other doctors if it's acupuncture or whatever it is for this pain right. problem. Um, she needs to deal with it. But she understands the Holy Spirit's clearly speaking to her that weed is not the way uh, to live because you're you're high. Right. So it's just cool. That was just one one story, you know, of of many other stories. There's been other parents that came up to me and were talking about how you know their kids are are walking away from God and you know how they need to be strengthened and they get encouraged by the show. So it's just cool that we're doing this. So that's why we're here with uh, Sean and and Melinda Reese in studio. We want to take your calls. Maybe we can encourage you guys um, just on anything, just from what the Bible says. Uh, our life story and just what the Bible teaches us, how we apply it to our lives. That's why this show exists. That's why we're here on Saturday night for your guys' calls. So we want to go ahead and take them. 888 That's 888-564-6173. I want to plug a couple things as uh, we start taking your guys' call. I don't know. I mean... I was watching uh, the the VMAs the other day, and the whole theme of the VMAs was suicide yeah. because suicide is trending right now. Um, Satan is on the prowl, and you know kids are taking their life, adults are taking their life. Depression, anxiety is huge in culture, and if maybe you're dealing with some of that stuff, give us a call. We want to talk to you, or just maybe uh, 
you're in an interesting faith story in your life where you're you're praying about some things. Maybe you need some encouragement. Maybe you need some prayer. Um, maybe there's a, a big decision you got to make in your life, a new job or whatever. We want we want to hear from you if you uh, if you need some prayer or just uh, you want to chop it up with us and you have some questions. So we're here triple eight five six four six one seven three triple eight five six four six one seven three. But currently, right now, um, I'm on the wake up tour, and we're touring. We're we have I think we booked like forty dates. I'm booked all the way till December. And you're gonna be somewhere tomorrow. Oh yeah, tomorrow yeah. we're gonna be out at uh, Eastvale. Eastvale. Calvary Chapel, Eastvale. Uh, you could look that up. I'll be there at 9.30 a.m. Wow. And then, yeah. <laughs> it's close to Chino Hills, that area over there. It's, it's not too far. Is it like is off the 71 or something? Yeah, it's off the 71. Se- it's off the 71? Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I thought it, it was off the 15? Eastvale, it's in between the 71 and 60, 15. It's all in that little circle right there. It depends which direction you're coming from. Well, come out 9.30 doing the wake-up message. It's the Our mission is the Great Commission message. Um, there are dates. I mean, if you go to my website or you go to my Instagram, Ryan Reese, you will find out. We've uh, we've been all over from Montebello, Bakersfield, Chino, Whittier, Eastvale, Santa Fe, Marietta. We're going to New Mexico, San Jose, El Monte, San Diego, um, Toronto, Canada, some other places in Canada, L.A., and it's continuing all the way across the United States to the East Coast. But if you want to come down, come check it out. It's going to be sick. You can check it uh, out all the dates on my website, and we're continuing to hit the Kill the Noise uh, high school tours yeah. as well during the week. So this whole year is really hardcore focused to waking up the church and letting them know that our mission is the Great Commission. I mean— you guys, you know, you see everything that's happening with uh, the world. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, you know, the nation. The nation has been nation. in unrest for the last few months, this last year. There's been so much division. There's all this crazy stuff. And, you know, discerning of what's accurate, what's true, but mm-hmm. no doubt about it, it's stirring up confusion across this nation. Then you look at the tragedy that's happened in Texas this last week. I was watching video of it this evening again, and just the reality of Thousands of people, I believe, 20, 37 homes were completely like destroyed. Right. Um, How many? 37,000. Yes. 37,000. Yes. And um, people are going through some major testings right now. A lot of organizations are coming alongside a lot of Samaritan's person, multiple ministries and other people that uh, want to help out as well because they see a great need. Right. In the midst of testings and tragedy are a lot of times where humility can take place, where God can speak. So you just pray that the Lord would just go before them because people are so overwhelmed, I'm sure. Uh, with what they're facing right now, they're going to need to see. I mean, imagine your home and everything, your possessions and everything destroyed, water all up in your house and everything. It's something that you would never even imagine. Um, water like that. that um, think it, about it's it's crazy. Think about this. Yes, about your house is being destroyed. You're talking about all your photos. Yes. Yes. Physical photos that you printed or that you know from the old days and your computers. computers. Dude, you've lost everything. Yeah. And water does damage. Like, once it gets into the walls, once it gets Heck into yeah. everything, you know, everything gets destroyed. You're, you have to gut the house. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just, like, wait for it to dry out because mold had set in and then you got other That's issues. That's if you can afford it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. Dude, it's like, it's crazy times that that we're living in, you know, and, and uh, we just got to keep praying for them. And, you know, I have a couple friends. Our cousin X, he's, he's actually going out there to Texas to go help out uh, people. Oh, he is? He's going to go out there and just, oh, cool. I guess, be out there for a week. So 
it's not only prayer, but I call it to action. Like yep. get get involved as well. With you know, if you're in the local area, if, if you can do it, right? You know? Exactly. I mean, that's 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 amazing. But prayer is definitely good. Um, but yeah, like what you were saying, Ryan, about like the the younger people. I mean, there's young kids from ten to twelve year olds that are already battling with anxiety and depression. Um, I know I've met with young kids around that age, and then I look at my own son who's eight years old, and it's like it's only a couple years difference. And um, I, I've met with a nine-year-old before, ten-year-old that has been struggling with stuff, and it's just cr- crazy to understand that there's young people that are just so um, what's the word I'm looking for distressed in some areas of what they shouldn't be. I know. You know, life shouldn't be so difficult and the striving that they're battling with. There's so many stresses that kids nowadays deal with that they shouldn't have to. Their parents should be there to safeguard them, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so that they don't have to deal with them. And, you know, you're talking about the VMAs. Like, mm-hmm. they were talking about, you know, they just keep going on and on and on about the division in our nation you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and they keep talking about it and talking about it and talking about it, and that doesn't do any good no nope. yeah. like let's start the healing yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like kids look up to these people that are on the vmas who are artists and so they you know start following them and they believe what they say you know like that that song that they that suicide song the guy logic that wrote it he has a whole album out that is like for transgenders the lbgt XYZ type thing and there's songs on there all about that and how the kids are dealing with it and how to deal with it and you know don't discriminate and all this kind of stuff and it's like that doesn't help our youth that yeah. just gives a, gets them more confused you know what I'm saying instead of coming out with what the truth is like let's deal with really what's going on instead of okay you're okay we're all okay everybody's okay but we need to stand up as Christians we need to stand up Right is right, wrong is wrong. Period. Crazy. Yes, it's. I was. I was reading. Um, you know that guy Milo. Uh, he's the. Con- I the guess, conservative. He's the conservative com- Republican gay, gay Jew comedian. Is it a comedian guy or no? I don't think he's a comedian. I don't think he's comedian. He, he goes. He goes to. Um, he goes colleges. to universities and colleges. About. I know yeah. you're talking and about. And debates and the liberals. Like the, last time he was in Berkeley, they yeah. lit the place on fire. Yeah. So I, my friend, he, he, uh, he, he manages them and, uh, basically he gave me his book and I, I read the first couple pages of the intro and he was molested by a priest when he was 13 years old and that led him to homosexuality Wow! and crazy. Yeah. Just, uh, wild stuff. You know, that's yeah. the, that's the world that we're, we're living in, you know? Um, you, you know, as we're talking about these things and it just, um, um, you know, talking about stuff that's relevant in the world today, I think as think back of when we started the show a couple of years ago, we had that theme of like every voice matters. You know, one thing that Satan wants us to believe is that we're all alone and nobody gets it. Nobody understands. And that's why we were able to have the, this platform to be able to communicate you to, to those that are out there. Um, we have been blown away by the by the responses over the years, whether it's through inboxes, through our social media, uh, whether it's calling in over the years, it's been amazing to see how many people we can connect with, not only in the United States, but really all across the world. I, there's a few phone calls that I remember, and it's just crazy because, you know, we are able to be here and we're talking about these things that we know are true because we've dealt with them ourselves. We see it in the world. Um, but I think it's so important to, to remind people that are out there that man, there is hope. 
you know, maybe like Ryan was saying, maybe you're battling with anxiety, you're battling with depression. Um, there are those things that we do face, but there is hope. There, there is healing. There's a cure for that. And that's why we do what we do. And, and it's the truth of, the, of Jesus. Well, here's a, here's a question coming in from Corey. Hi. How you doing, Corey? Up, boy? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, doing man. Great. What's We're, your question tonight, brother? Ah, oh, okay. Forgive me. I'm I'm like really nervous. I've been delaying this call for like five years. No worries. <laughs> so. Take your time. Okay, I'm me out of breath here. Hold up. <laughs> um, it's all good. I'm serious. I uh, a while back I lost literally everything. I was not a man like Job, but I literally lost everything like Job mm-hmm. in the Bible. Um, all my kids. I have yet to see them in in like a decade. Um. And I was on every drug from A to Z. I was addicted to porn. I was cheating on my wife. I lost my wife. Uh, I mean, everything. Yes. And I finally got put in jail, which and got beat to living crud in jail, mm. which was a blessing, I guess. Because when I got out, I got my life, uh, started getting my life together, and I went to see a Christian doctor and um, got off the drugs. And got on a maintenance medication called Subutex. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, no. it's, for, it's for uh it's for opiate addiction. Okay. And I was addicted to meth as well. Mm. So it actually helps me with that as well. Okay. And um so anyway, I'm sorry I have my son screaming in the background. Um <laughs> No worries. Um anyway. I've been con- had all these convictions. I've been praying to God that He's actually let go of. I mean, I lost the porn addiction immediately. I haven't looked at a flicker of it in like in, in since I went to rehab. Go, mm-hmm. like seven or eight years ago. That, that's dude, that's a big accomplishment. I, I can tell you that. It doesn't even bother me. I don't Amazing. even think about it, and I I. I don't have sex like right now with anybody like I mean it's been over a year even for that and I don't care about that really this this is bothering me it's like a conviction I have where I don't know if it's right with God my doctor is a Christian doctor he tells me that God will help me let go of it when it's time but I don't know if he's just trying to keep me on the payroll at the clinic (laughs) (laughs) or or what the deal is because he's really kind his staff is kind I love them all and, so is, it's a drug know, that you're on because you're trying. You were on crystal, and this is a drug that kind of like offsets that. I was on. I was on crystal, and I was starting to use heroin. So the drugs for heroin. Prior okay. to that, I was using like sixty Norco a day. Even I mean, uh-huh. I was like on everything. Yeah. So. Well, um, I mean, I was trying to kill myself. <laughs> you're not doing that now, though, right? Oh heck no! Okay, yeah. so God's already moving. So look, I mean, it's it's very. I think it's very the clear. The answer is very clear. Um, you know, you're you're feeling the conviction. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's its job. That's His job. He speaks to us, uh-huh. and um, he's he's telling you pretty much it's that time. You know, he's speaking heavily. That's why you're making this phone call, and um, now you have to step out by faith, and ask God to show up, um, as you step towards Him and away from the drugs, so you could be sober minded and physically be sober and um i mean you could you could work with the doctors your whole life and and be on these pills forever but whoever the son of god jesus christ sets free is free indeed and that's the life that he created you for 
And that's where God mm-hmm. brings you out of the land of Egypt, the land of slavery, and brings you into the promised land. And he has that for you. Um, you just got to take on, that. Baby. You got to take I'm that sorry. step of Hold faith. I know you need Hold on, baby. I'm sorry. No problem. I think it's time you, um, you take, take that step of faith and and go for it. I mean, obviously, you know my background. I was using heroin and crack and everything on down for many, many years. And drinking every yeah. day since I was, you know, like 18 years old. So, and God delivered me from all that stuff, and he can do that. He can do that with you. I have a lot of guilt, too, from, like, my, uh, you know, having not been able to see my, my kids in such a long time. Like, I haven't been able to apologize to them for anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, my steps are really steered down the wrong lane, you know. And mm-hmm. I gotten a real he he choked his mom one night and i had to restrain him and you know it 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 just got nasty and it wasn't supposed to happen like it did but nobody got arrested or anything like that mm-hmm. but um it was something that should have never happened and it was just like you know something i haven't got to get off my conscience because i can't talk to them you know yeah Coy, this is uh, Sean speaking. I I just want to say a couple things. Um, One is, you know, all these things are linked to just life. You know, you you refer to being as Job, you know, some of those things you said, not the same characteristics like Job had, but, you know, life is a process of God restoring, and that's what he's doing. As far as, like, even what happened with the children and stuff like that, the Lord will restore that, that relationship as you continue being a consistent example of Christ that's all you could do. The greatest way to win people over, the greatest way to bring healing is to be true in the way that we, we live our lives. Um, but also with this okay. this other thing, um, with the drug thing, you know, one thing in James 4.17 says, For him who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it's sin. And that just puts us in a personal relationship. If you come to a place with yeah. a doctor or whatever, you know, saying that this is something that you could do, but you don't have peace with it, then like Ryan said, you just need to seek the Lord and, you know, see if this is what you're to do. If it is helping I in a medical... If it's helping in a medical situation, and and that's okay, you know, you know, there are medications that can help in a process, no doubt about it. When you stop having peace in it, then maybe you search for a different way, and you ask for the Lord to bring healing to your life, and well, that's it, Coy. But man, we thank you for your phone call. It looks like you're calling from. Well, God bless all you guys. You know, you guys all saved, literally saved me from like you guys pulled me up just uh, from your show alone and the cool. prayers, like from from hell itself, just from that. And I'm gonna get it out to to see your guys' events uh, yeah, man. really soon. We're here, man. And I would love to see you guys and pray with you. Thanks, brother. for sure, man. Thanks for calling. Yes. If yeah. you're tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese. We are in studio. I'm with Ryan Reese. I'm with Melinda, and I'm Sean McKeon. Taking your phone calls tonight. The number number is triple eight five six four six one seven three. Again, triple eight five six four six one seven three. If you'd like to call in, maybe you have a question. Maybe you're dealing with something. Maybe you're dealing with anxiety, depression. Maybe you just have a question uh, regarding, you know, maybe some plans that you have in your life or whatever you want to bounce off of us. Um, feel free to call us. We'd love to talk to you. I've talked to a couple of our friends that that were, you know, coming off the heroin and all that stuff, and they they get yep. on these. It's just like a light form of of that, right? Of the drug, right? So. And and what happens is people end up staying on that stuff their whole mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if it's a, if it's a doctor and they're on some other medication, like 
Uh, yeah, there has to be a vision to I, it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not something that you shouldn't be on it for the uh, rest we, of your life. Uh, we, we, we would never be able to tell people to go get off the medication no. that the doctors prescribe them. Right. But this this is like drugs that are mm-hmm. keeping people still yep. on drugs. Right. So that's that's a whole different thing. But just to be clear, we would never let people know, like, if you're on mental no. drugs or any of that stuff, you got to talk to the doctor. Exactly. Oh, yeah, but this sure. way, this dude wants to be set free. Dude, you can do that. Yeah, you know? exactly. But, but it's it's scary because you're you're depend you're dependent habits. Right. Oh yeah. You're dependent. Yeah. On, so on this stuff, but he he's got it. I mean, he, Jesus I mean the Lord's Lord's convicting him. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm to get off he it. Wants to so do it. Yeah, yeah, he wants to do it. So it, I mean, he just like you said, he just needs to take that step of faith and see what you know what happens. God wants to do it because yeah. the conviction is there. Exactly. It's time to do it. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. That's amazing. I know. Right on, right on. Well, let's give out the number, 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. We're doing it. Exactly. We're doing it tonight, live, in are studio. You, are you ready for tomorrow? No. <laughs> What's happening tomorrow? Yeah, where are you going You better going wake tomorrow? up on time. I better I go know. to sleep. I get so nervous at night before I got to speak in the morning. I don't, dude, I don't like Sunday mornings. No? No. You can't sleep? <laughs> It's not. It's not the fact of getting up and getting there. Uh-huh. It's going to bed the night before. Uh, yeah. I get all nervous. I'm like a little schoolboy. Like, get, like, I'm gonna, <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm wearing my clothes that I'm going to wear to school the next day right. in bed. You don't sleep yeah. in your clothes. I don't. But you know when you or like when you have that soccer game when you're young, you yeah. just right. sleep in your soccer clothes. Yeah. yeah. I have that anxiety, you know. <laughs> I'm so excited. You, you know? should go sleep in the parking lot. You I'm only going to sleep. Hey, do you guys have like a place like a crash in a yeah. classroom or something? Exactly. You know what it is though. Yeah, I'm going to only do Sunday nights. That's it. There it is. Sunday nights, huh? Yeah, because then, then I, don't, I don't get nervous. <laughs> You've heard it here first. <laughs> Getting nervous is a good thing. Get yeah. Getting out of your groove is a good thing yeah. sometimes. But yeah, it's funny. The couple times you you've um, filled in for your dad, three services. I mean, it, it's a long day. Well, what time do you got it? What time does church start in the morning? <laughs> eight. eight? I, I, I eight up, service? Yes. Eight. I, Who does that? I wake up at four thirty in the morning, and then we meet with your dad at six a.m. Ay ay ay. Okay, so eight o'clock. And eight o'clock, he's yeah. Okay, so tomorrow service is at nine thirty. They're merging the ver- services yeah. into one. So nine thirty, that's good because yeah. then I leave my house by at what time seven? Wait, what time? Nine thirty. You can get away with nine. Eight? So I leave at eight. Seven thirty. I leave at eight. What do you leave at seven thirty when you speak at your dad's church and you get rolling at eight thirty just in time to get on stage? It's a whole situation. My dad's <laughs> it, church is in there all day. Situation. There, man. It's wild. It is. Here we go. We're gonna go ahead and take Armando oh, no. from Southgate. What's up, Armando? How you doing tonight? Hello. Good. How about you guys? Doing good. Good to uh, to have your call. What's your question tonight? Uh, so, um, I've been, you know, I've been feeling down. I've been feeling sad, depressed. Uh, the reason being is, uh, so me and my wife were uh, we're actually getting a divorce, and you know, sadly enough, we you know um, we have a five month old uh, daughter. Mm, yeah. And she's pretty much. How can I say it? She's withholding visitations from me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she, I have no criminal record. I'm a very clean guy. Uh, you know, I come from a family of, uh, of of Christians. My mom is one. My brother is one. So whenever I feel down or whenever I have a problem, I seek their guidance. Um, but lately, it's uh, it's been more of. Uh, 
my wife is not really letting me see my daughter. Uh, she doesn't want me to be around her. She's trying to pretty much cut my my father time with my own daughter. And I mean, I don't I don't know what to do anymore. We're going to court so we can actually uh, um, get fifty fifty of uh, child custody. But right. you know, she's actually I don't know what's getting into her head or what's or somebody's speaking something to her, but. She's saying that I'm a really, really bad guy, that I don't deserve to be a father. Um, she's saying that whenever she tries, uh, Armand, whenever she Hey, Armando, this, this is yeah. Sean McKeon. I just want to have a question for you. I, I understand that the situation that you're facing, but what um, what kind of question could we help you without regarding this in particular? And I got a couple of things I can share with you, but I kind of want to know because yeah. it seems like you guys have kind of made your mindset like where you're going with this. Like, um, how long have you guys been married? Uh, we've been married for about two years. But two? We've been dating for okay. about like five years. Why are you guys getting divorced? So when she ended up getting pregnant. Um, you know, she just left the apartment mm-hmm. on her own. You know, she just left me there okay. uh, alone. She said she was going back to her mother's house, and she just didn't want to be in the apartment that we had. Uh, ever since then, it's just been a bumpy road by her telling me that she doesn't love me, she doesn't want to be with me. Are you guys both and, Christians? Um, I'm not, and neither is she. She's, okay. she's more into the Catholic religion. Got it. Um, I'm actually going back to church because I'm actually, I'm actually seeking God. I've been away from from my spiritual life because I was with her. You know. Um, Where? But I got a, Armando. Get, I got a question for you. Where do you. So you live in Southgate? Yes. Okay, so there, there's this like because divorces are always very messy. Mm-hmm. And there's always two sides, obviously, of the whole story, and it takes a lot more than what we can even do on this this radio show right now. But can yeah. you come and meet with us down at uh, Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar? We're about probably like 30 minutes from you. Calvary Chapel. Calvary um, Chapel Diamond Bar. We could actually put you on hold and give you all the details and get your number and actually follow up with you right after the show to actually set a date. Sean McKeon does marriage counseling around the clock at the church. And uh, okay. we would love to, you could come at any time, uh, Monday Monday through Friday, yep. at Calvary Chapel, Golden Springs, in Diamond Bar. Um, would you like to do that? Because this is definitely, uh, we would like to pour more into you, but it, it's going to take more time. Um, yeah, 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 that's that's perfectly fine. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks, Armando. So what we're going to yeah. do is, I'm going to put you on hold right now. For some reason, if you get disconnected, please call back, and we are going to get your number and we're going to set up an appointment this week with you ASAP. Okay, that oh, sounds good. Okay, okay, awesome, man. All right, Armando. Yeah, you know, sometimes when there's a very in-depth um, situations like that, like you said, it's better to hear both sides of the story. want to make sure that we're, you know, giving good advice, right. biblical advice. There's just too many, too many things. D- divorce is messy. It oh, is. Yeah. It never, it's never easy. And I would, And I would say, you know, when things like that happen, you know, not all the time, but a lot of times the wife and the husband keep their eyes on themselves Mm -hmm. and they don't think about the child that's involved. And that's the thing. That is the most important thing in dealing with a divorce when you have a child is thinking about the child. You know what I'm saying? And doing the best for the child, period. And and the main thing is seeking the Lord. You know, this is a place where this is where God might be working because otherwise you're going to make 
bad decisions, mm-hmm. you know. The other thing, but. too, he said that she's not a believer. Right. He's not a believer. And now with the situation, now he's trying to find God, which is awesome because that's like no, point number one. But how can you, if you're not, you know, me and my wife were talking about this the other day, like we're married. God's first, just like all you guys. So he's our focus. Right. So when we go through tough times or whatever, our focus is God. What does God's word say? And we come together that way. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't have God as the, the middle, the point. Oh, man. Where do you come together? Where do you, you just, well, this is the way I see life. Yeah. Well, this is the way I see it. Exactly. And if you have God in the middle of it, I could say, well, this is the way I see life. But it's like, who cares? What, is the, what does God say about this? Exactly. So that's what brings us both back together. So right. we're going to um, go to break. In a couple minutes here, but we also have we have another phone call that I want to take Tina from San Diego after this because this is going to go along with right. uh, right now, this last sure. question about relationship. And as we prepare for the break, on the other end, we'll be taking your phone calls. So it's triple eight five six four six one seven three. Again, triple eight five six four six one seven three. We always want to give you an update what's taking place with the whosoever's, the kill the noise tours, the high school tours. School is back in session. And this year, they're wanting to triple, double, or triple as many schools as they went to last year. So make sure you book them. You can do that at thewhosoevers.com. Also, if you believe in the vision of the whosoevers, you can uh, be a monthly donor. You can just give. You can pray and be a part of what the, the Lord's doing through the whosoevers. Also, go to ryan-reese.com. All the archives of this a radio show, plus all of Ryan's studies. Ryan is also speaking at Wake Up Tour, and tomorrow he's going to be at Calvary Chapel Eastvale at 9.30 a.m. Two minutes, we'll be back. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Is everything all right? Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop-de-doo. Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. Yes, I got this interesting video today texted to me from Sean McKeon, and it actually looked like Sean back in the day. (laughs) This white boy with red hair was dancing at some hip-hop concert. That dude had some moves. I did. I wish that was. He didn't like, even care. He was by himself, just I know. going for it. He was like, that was like the real deal. Actually. Yeah, he was. was. He was not messing around at all. <laughs> no, he was down. Yes, I need that on Instagram so I can post I know. that. <laughs> oh, because I don't know. How to, I don't. Is it on? Is it an Instagram? I video? bet you can find Facebook. it. Facebook. It was. A yeah, Facebook it is. One. But I need it like on the yeah. Instagram. That thing is phenomenal. <laughs> can you just download it from uh, Facebook? I don't know. I'll have to look. That video. <laughs> Is unreal. I said that to everybody. And you know what's <laughs> real? Because the dude that was filming it uh-huh. was like, like when the guy like kind of turned around, he kind of yeah. like backed off and like hit exactly. the camera. Like this was not. Like, uh, I'm not th- this get wasn't caught. his friend filming. No. no. Like, hey man, I'm all drunk. I'm gonna go dance. Yeah. Like, film me. This guy was like, yeah. White I don't boy even had think. Moves. Yeah, I don't even think he was drunk. I think this was normal. Yeah, no, I don't think he was drunk. Yeah, he, he was too coordinated. Exactly. <laughs> he was like on it. <laughs> All right. Well, back to the show. The number is 888-564-6173. 888-564-6173. I want to actually do a plug. Right now, we've been talking to all the radio stations that we're on across the nation. And uh, everyone is down to bring the wake-up tour to their uh, city. So wherever this radio station is from, wherever you're listening across the states, we are going to be coming with the wake-up tour to, they're gonna the radio station is gonna host an event and it's gonna be sick. 
That's really so cool. So I'm really looking forward to that after yeah. the new year. 2008, we're going to get it popping. 2018. 2018. What did I say? 2008. 2008. Plus one. <laughs> I don't want 18. <laughs> 2018, it's going down. So we are excited. Hey, what happened to that phone call? It's Here right it is. There. It's right there. Okay, let's go ahead and take uh, Tina from San Diego. What's your question tonight? You're on live with Ryan Reese with Melinda and Sean McKeon. Yes, um, my question is, um, can non-believer uh, marry a believer if they're in love? Yeah, so w I, this is a good question because I think a lot of people do wonder this, right? Um, in mm -hmm. 2 Corinthians 6.14, it says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbeliever. For what fellowship is righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness? Now, this is coming off the back of where they were talking about some issues and some problems that were in the church there of Corinth, and the importance of being on the same page, having unity. But I believe that this applies to every relationship that we have. Um, why? Because if you are going one particular direction, no doubt the closest relationship you have on this earth, other than your relationship with the Lord, is the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And you want to make sure that you guys are on the same page, that you guys are going in the same direction, same passion and desires. And when it comes to your relationship with God, if that is number one and that is your priority, and the reality that if you were to die today, you would be in God's presence if you know the Lord, why would you want, you know, how, how could that be aligned with your spouse not feeling the same way when the relationship with the Lord is something that should be so, so valuable? Um, and it talks about that in many places in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. It talks about every form of relationship. But it even says that even if somebody, let's say you're in a relationship and that person leaves you, and if you get back together with someone, they said make sure that it is with a believer, somebody that knows the Lord, because that's where you will find the essence of a true relationship, one that is founded upon the truth of God's Word, the unity and the blessings that God will have in that relationship, you'll actually find the essence of what that relationship was designed for. And any other way is always going to bring confusion. There are great people in the world. There's, I, there's, you know, I would say that, you know, even myself back in the day, I wouldn't say I was a bad person. And it's like, in our minds, we're like, there's a lot of good people you work right. with, nice people, good character. But when it comes down to it, you, you put that person in the same home, you know, your lifestyle, the decisions you make, you start raising children, you'll start having different views on stuff, and it will end up being confusion. And I don't think you're going to want that for your home. I exactly. also believe, like, as you, as you grow in your Christian walk and your relationship with God, that the more you, you grow with God, the, every decision that you make in your life is to honor God and please Him when it comes to, you know, like, like Sean was saying, with your family and all that stuff. So... If you are married to a non-believer, sooner or later, I mean, you're if you're having a, a, a right walk with God, you're going to be making decisions that he's not necessarily, he's not going to see that way. I mean, there could be something that can be going on, a decision that you guys want to make, and you could say this is not, God's not going to be psyched on this at all, but He's he doesn't have this relationship with God, so he's going to be like, it's no big deal. So that's going to bring strife to the relationship out of the gates. Exactly. And, and then, I mean, and then that, I mean, that little thing could turn to a big deal sooner or later. And it's just, this is definitely something you don't, way you don't want to go. And like I was talking before the break, even like when me and my wife have disagreements, that we bring it all back to the Bible. And that no matter if I'm right or wrong or she's right or wrong, 
It doesn't matter who's right or wrong because what it comes down to is at the end of the day, what does the Bible say? What does God say? And that's how we, we choose to live our life. And that's, that's, the, that's the beautiful thing about it. Tina, you have to remember that marriage in general is hard. And then you put this into the mix and it's just it's just going to make things worse. And you want to be successful at marriage. And the only way to be successful at marriage is if you both are walking with the Lord and you both have the like mindedness because like, you know, they were saying, once you have kids, if you want to raise them Christian and he doesn't want to, then all of a sudden you have this division in your home with your kids that are involved now. And then you guys are not one. And that's what God desires us to do. We get married to become one. And so when you're marrying a non-believer, you can't become one because you're not like-minded. And that's the key. You have to be like-minded. You have to have the same, uh, you know, goal in the sense of that God is number one. He is the head of our home. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it's just not going to work. You might think it's working now because you just have a relationship, but in the law, in the, when you guys get married, it's just never going to work. And I will just close with one, one last thing, Tina. You know, sometimes when we see these things, it's like, oh, why would the Lord, you know, keep me from fun? Or right. why would the Lord keep me from this person, this relationship? God cares for you. He has a plan for our lives. And the things that he tells us through his word, it is for a purpose and for a reason. If you become unequally yoked in a, a union like this, it is going to bring hurt into your life. In the Old Testament, the children of Israel had the same issue, same problem. And he would tell them not to, to marry a non-believer the same way. Why? Mm -hmm. These will take your heart away from your God. Right. That's why. The yeah, same thing happened to Solomon. That was Solomon's downfall. His thing was going after ungodly women. And it says, and these women took his heart away from his God because they didn't have the same passion and desires for the thing of God. He allowed the relationship, that physical relationship, to take more priority than his relationship with God. And then he went through major testings in his life. And God wants, the best thing for you personally is you want a godly man in your life to lead the home, exactly. to guide you, and to help you make biblical, amazing decisions to benefit you and your future family. And that is the most important thing than anything. That's right. So we love you, Tina. God's got you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things will be added unto you. Seek God's will first in your life, and he'll make it all, he'll, he'll, he'll bring everything together. We love you. Thanks for calling in. All right, Tina, take care. That's it. Again, if you common question, people, I you know? know. So yeah. it's a lot of people have that question. That's they a good do. one. It is a good question. Exactly. Oh, okay. So here, um, let's Thomas. This guy's in in Las or not Las Vegas. Uh, he's in Texas, Sugarland, Sugar Texas. Lane. Thomas. Hey there. What's happening out there with you? What's going on? Um, let's see. Actually, um, this wasn't what I originally called about, oh. but I was just going to kind of confirm what you were telling the other other callers because mm -hmm. I went through something um, where I got married and the um, we weren't on the same page mm -hmm. uh, spiritually, beliefs-wise. I thought we were both on the same page and had kids, et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, went through going through a divorce, almost finished with that, and it's definitely not something you want to do. So I'd encourage, you know, if mm -hmm. people are um, courting or whatever, definitely take your time and make sure you're on the same page. One hundred percent. There it is. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well said. Thank you, Thomas. So, what's your question right, but, tonight? Well, I just wanted to um, say that um, 
come in sugar in Texas, and as you know, uh, the hurricane just went through here basically, and um, thank God our the neighborhood that I'm in was spared. Wow! And um, we sit against this river, the Brazos River, and um, a bunch of us on the uh, neighborhood Facebook page, you know, we're paying attention to it, and we're freaking out. We're kind of looking at looking at the projections, and we're saying, okay, it's going to crest at 59 feet. And, you know, we're just praying and everyone's kind of freaking out. And the levee could only goes up to 57 feet. So if it goes over that, you know, our neighborhood would be, would be flooded. I don't know how much, right. but who knows who could say. But, you know, we're praying and thank God um, it only crested at, I think it ended up crossing like 55.9. Our neighborhood was spared, but obviously other neighborhoods were not. And, um, you know, through this... It's kind of a weird thing, you know. We're spared; other people are not. But everyone's kind of coming together. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what it looks like. Well, we've yeah, been we've been praying for you guys out there. Yes, that's a big Thank that's a big you. deal, you yeah. know, a huge deal. Yeah, and um, it, it's good because everyone's kind of coming together. Even though you know the national media before this happened is all about division, but we're all coming together, and who knows how long it'll last. But we just, you know, I pray. And I know you guys pray, too, that mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, people turn their hearts to the Lord. Exactly. And we'll um, just rely on Him. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for, uh, thanks for calling in tonight. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate All it, right, man. Thank you. Well, thanks for backing up that with that confirmation of the same thing. He says that, you know, he's been there, done that. Right. It's not the right way to go. So exactly. it's important for listeners to hear that. If you're tuning in right now, this is Live with Ryan Reese. If you want to call in, we do have about 15 more minutes left. 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. I want to take line... Oh, I almost dropped that I know. I'm like, look at it. How come I can't pick it up? There, now, don't don't tap it there. There, okay. Here we go. Line... Uh, Temecula. Christina. <laughs> Christina. Hello. Christina from Temecula. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. You are live. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. <laughs> so what's your, have I met you before by any chance? No, but that would be awesome if we did. We you, might have. You sound very familiar like this girl I met at the wake up tour. Okay. Oh. So what's your question tonight? Um, okay, so I guess basically in a nutshell, um, I feel like I'm like one of the kindest, nicest people until I cross a mean or rude person, and it turns me into basically that same person, and I don't know how to let that go past me. I hold on to it, and I just get so evil myself inside, and I basically... Um, I just, I feel like I can't wait to go to heaven. Like I want out of this world so bad because even though I know there's a ton of good people, the way that these, these mean people make me feel just, I want to explode and I don't know how to contain it. I really feel like it's making me go mental. Hmm. Why? I mean, are these people that, uh, you have to hang around or are you just, uh, no strangers. It's the strangers that, that bother me the most. Yes. And you know what's funny is I was thinking about that earlier today when I was coming up before I came to the radio show. I was like, "How?" Because you know you meet some people. Like I, I met Michael David today. From, okay. From K Wave. Right. Yeah, he's he's you know you know you know yeah. Michael right. Yeah. So I mean him and I I seen him backstage at the at the Labor of Love and I was like, "Gosh, this guy is so cool." Right. 
He's just so cool. Like every time I'm I'm around him, I'm like, this guy's just so nice and so cool. And uh, he just inspired me to be like, I want to be nice because uh-huh. sometimes I'm not nice. Right, right. Not on purpose, but you right, know, right. some pe- people bu- bug me sometimes. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Like like you, Christina. As well. <laughs> you don't bug me, but you're yeah. we're having a conversation. But I was like, how do I? How can I just be cool all the time? Nice. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. And the, only, the the word that came yeah. to my mind when I thought about it is like it's the it's the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. So how do I? Because I don't want to talk about people. Right. I don't want to be mean to people. And what I've noticed, Christine, it's funny that you're calling because I was wrapping this around my head earlier today. Is that when you're around? What I started reflecting on my life, and when oh, I'm around no. people <laughs> that talk trash, you <laughs> naturally you start talking yeah. trash. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you're around people that do that. So it, the more you're around these people, the more you become like them. So right. I started First doing inventory of people that I hang out with that I don't want to hang out with anymore. Yeah. Some people. I'll tell yeah. you, Christine, I had a situation in my life where this person was actually in my life and was not going anywhere. And the Lord just ministered to me and just told me, you know what, Melinda? You need to kill this person with kindness. And I'm like what? Like, I can't even stand this person. How do you want me to kill this person's kindness? And the Lord's just like, heap love on top of this person. And trust me, they will change. And I'm like, all right. So I mean, literally, like it took every ounce in me to be kind to this person. But once I did it, it became easy. Mm-hmm. And this person had nothing to say to me or hadn't couldn't be mean to me. Because I was being so loving and so nice and so kind that they had nothing that they could say about me. They had nothing that they could be mean to me about because I was just nice and loving and kind. And the yeah. more you do it, the easier it is. And But you have to keep reminding yourself because that was one time. But I still remind <laughs> myself all the time about it and be like, okay, you know, Melinda, these people aren't nice. But don't let their... Um, meanness affect you. You are the light of the world. Jesus Christ said, we are the light of the world. And so you need to be that example to these people that are being mean. And if I act the way they act, then what kind of witness am I being to them? They need to see me as being different. And then they're going to wonder, why the heck isn't she being mean to me? I'm so mean to her and I do all this stuff, but she's not mean back to me. And that might open the door for you to witness to them and share Christ with them. And if they are Christians, maybe it'll convict them. Here we go. Oh, Matthew, Matthew 5, 40, 43. Jesus says, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that mm-hmm. you may be children of the Father in heaven. And it goes on, dot, dot, dot. Now, we learned two things from this call. <laughs> love your enemies. <laughs> And also, if there's people around you that you choose to be there, right. you know, that are your friends or whatever, that all they do is talk trash, then don't be around them because you're going to become a part of whoever you hang around. It's, it goes back to that verse, that Proverbs verse, iron sharpens iron. Exactly. 
So you want to be around people that are sharpening you, not dulling you, that are making right. you angry. And then the enemies, you got to love your enemies. And that's that's always. If there's a portion of scripture to meditate on, go to Romans 12, verses 9 to the end of the chapter 21. It's On the headline, it says, behave like a Christian is kind of like the sub point. And it kind of just breaks down all these things about being kindly affectionate. And some of the things that uh, Melinda had referenced to, it's kind of like um, heaping coals on, on top of their head. It basically says this in verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm -hmm. And it is true. You know, you take the high road sometimes, you know, there you got to look at people through the eyes of Jesus as hard as that is, because that's the only way you're going to be able to have compassion and deal with people. And then also sometimes I remember this one time somebody had said, um, you know, sometimes God brings people into your life for a purpose. And, you know, we might choose to want to remove them from our lives because they're annoying. But sometimes God uses those people in our lives like sandpaper. It, mm-hmm. it, it sands off some of our own rough edges as well. Areas that we need to grow and, we, you know, that we can have a life that has victory. The Bible says um, bad company corrupts good habits. So like what Ryan was saying as well. Yeah, you don't want to associate with people. They're going to bring you down, getting in that same kind of mindset as well. But be encouraged, Christina. You're exactly. not alone. People drive us crazy too, you know. And Sean drives me insane, <laughs> and Melinda even in crazy. <laughs> so you're not alone. But you know, the Lord will give you strength. Submit to the power of the Holy Spirit, and He'll help you. Yep. Excellent. So uh, I'm going to answer one question really quick. It says, "Should I go to a church that has more worship or more Bible teaching? Um, go to a church that teaches the Bible." Um, I mean, there's some churches that do like 30 minutes of worship, 30 minute message, and then they do a bunch of worship at the end. I don't have a problem with that. Just make sure you're going to a church that teaches the Bible. I mean, if you're talking about a church that plays worship and then 10 minute Bible study, you know, watch out for that. Right. But, uh, you know, at least a good 30 minute solid study of Bible teaching, going through the scriptures, not just topical, whatever the guy feels like talking about, going through the Bible so you get the full counsel of the word of God. So exactly. Word up, Ray. Get it. Um, we're going to go ahead and grab uh, Michelle. Michelle. Uh, yes. Michelle. Michelle from Los Angeles. Angeles. How you doing, Michelle? You're on live with Ryan Reese. We've got Melinda and Sean in studio. What's up, Michelle? What's your hey. question? Um, so my question is basically, how do I know if God wants me to be in a relationship? It's with another believer. And basically my situation is like in the beginning of the relationship, I was like, really confident we're both really confident that this is what god wanted for us and that um but now i feel like as we're we're going through this it's kind of like uh i I mean i'm not so confident anymore because i kind of feel like god isn't the center of it and that's key wait god's not the center yeah she doesn't feel like god's the center of her relationship anymore oh so there you go I mean, so the guy he maybe he pulled the God card and then now he's just kind of veering away. That's yeah, that's what I'm kind of feeling like. But you know, I I don't know his heart completely. So, and I feel like if God put me here, like, you you will have. I'll let Sean wrap it up, but <laughs> you will you will have peace when you when it's a God thing. Like I dated a couple of girls. Like like I hung out with a couple of girls before I got married. I, I don't know if it's really dating, but. Um, I didn't have peace. Yeah. I just did something in the back. Something in the back of my mind was just like, like not nothing bad. It was just like no, like yeah, this isn't exactly. it. You know, even though I tried making it fit into mm-hmm. the puzzle, it just it didn't. 
until I met my wife and then I had peace and I just knew and God confirmed even through ver- verses and just other situations that were going on. Um, but Sean, go ahead. I, the first thing that I was thinking about when you were saying that, that this is a good test right here. Does the person that you are with, does this person draw you closer to the Lord or further from the Lord? Is Are they building you up in your relationship with the Lord or is that not really uh, the focus? And if that's no on both of those, to me, that's already an issue. Um, this is a major decision, you know, in life, relationships and stuff. It, it's nothing to go loosely with. Um, I think you need to have peace, no doubt about it. And if you don't have peace, then that's something. That's the way the Lord's ministering to you. You shouldn't be having, you know, for you to make this phone call right now, no doubt means that you're wrestling with this issue and the problem. So th- I would say this. A lot of times people like, well, she's a believer. I'm right. a believer. Maybe we have some things in common. And you're just like, that's good enough. No. Like there's a lot of good people that you can meet, but it doesn't mean that they're your, your husband or your wife out there. You know, there is one particular person that God has ordained for you, and that person will, will complete you. You know, right. you need the the Lord to be the center of both of your lives. Um, you need to have peace. I, I think you need to back it up with the word mm-hmm. and, and allow the Lord to go before you in your relationship. But here at this time, you know, you might go through moments of like, oh, man, this is scary, like, you know, committing like this. But if it's at this point right now and you're not sure with it, I would very I would. Um, go cautiously. For Sounds sure. very sketchy for yeah. sure. I would I would yeah. seriously pray about like separating for a time so you guys mm-hmm. can both seek the Lord mm-hmm. and you know through his word and through prayer if he brings you guys back together then you know it's from him and if he doesn't then you know that it's not his will and that's mm-hmm. as easy as it is because if you guys do separate the Lord's going to show you yep. and he's going to give you a piece and he's going to say you know what this isn't or this is and that's what you need to rely on is God's voice and what he shows you. You do not want to get married to someone that is not the no. right person. No. Because your life will be hell. Because if you are a Christian and you get married, God's, you know, is not for divorce. So now you're married the wrong dude. Exactly. And you're stuck with him for the rest of your life. Yeah. That is the, probably the worst situation you could ever be in. So make sure yes. 100% it is God. He will confirm. He will give you peace. And uh, just ask God to, to confirm, yep. to speak to you, um, and he'll do it. Yeah, and it'll exactly. be amazing, you know? Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. All right, no Michelle. worries. All right. Take it easy. Yes. How many, dude, I've, my, my, my wife got married one time, mm-hmm. you know, before. Right, mm-hmm. right. She says on her wedding day, she said she knew that. It wasn't Wedding right. night, she knew, laying in bed, like, knew, like, yeah. this was, I married the wrong guy. Wow. And then what happened, you know, yeah. the guy piled out drugs and the whole thing and mm-hmm. they got divorced. And... I couldn't imagine. Imagine that. Married, I know. Wedding night. Wedding night. And you're like, oh, shoot, I made a mistake. There was a study that I listened to. It's funny when you're talking about uh-huh. that. It was a Chuck Smith thing again. And it was talking about <laughs> um, the people would do that. You said that God card is like closer relationship. They're going what to church all, our church all the time. Right. And then like they get exactly. married. He's like the last time they went to church was their wedding. Yeah. You know, like exactly. you they, come, they meet a girl at church. They come. I want to meet a girl, a Christian girl. Right. To do the thing. And then it's a wrap. Yep. I but, uh, guys and girls. Yeah. yeah. Girls do the same thing. Or, you know, that's the thing. It has to be a l- legit relationship. Well, you got to test it. I mean, like in the sense of like, you know, like you said, like you asked her, like, do you feel like he played the believer card on her? Well, what if she didn't give it time and he is? 
and then they get married and all of a sudden now, oh, what? I don't believe in God anymore. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so you've got to make sure you got time. you got to figure out who this person is. And you're going to spend the rest of your life. Rest with. of your yes. life. Rest. <laughs> Peace. Bye. See Bye. you guys next week. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese.